ladies, and welcome to our podcast, Encourage Her Love. I'm your host, Patel. And I'm your co-host, Winnie. And in today's series, we are talking about what is your value? What's your value as a woman, as an individual, so on and so forth? Okay, so um, according to the dictionary, value is the regard that something is held to deserve. In other words, it's its importance, its worth, or its usefulness to something. So I think you know, when we're talking about our value, it's like, where do we get, what makes us feel good about ourselves? What makes us worthy of love? What makes us valuable to those around us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that a lot of times um, we tend to get our value from our circumstances Mm -hmm. and the feedback that we get from people depending on what people say about us you know and again we've talked about this in previous podcasts where we've talked about how we as women compare ourselves all the time Mm -hmm. and i think our value can be translated in in that way as well so if we look as good as somebody else then we have as much value as they have or if we speak as well as somebody else then we have value and that is not what god's word says that we should obtain our value from Uh, max John Maxwell wrote an article and he comes up, he said, there's three things that, that we should obtain our value from. The first one he says is that we should, we should know that we are valuable because of who we are. Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, we're told in Genesis that we were created in the image of God. So that in itself gives us inherent value. Mm -hmm. And then he says, the second thing is that is because of what, what we cost because of what we cost. In other words, um, Jesus gave his life for us. Mm -hmm. And so that was a very high cost for him to pay. Mm -hmm. If we did not have value, inherent value, then he would not have had to do that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's the second thing that we should obtain our value from. And then the third one is because of what we can become. And we're told in Ephesians that we are God's masterpiece. So, I mean, a masterpiece, let's think about it. Okay, so like um, you go to a museum and you see a Van Gogh and it's got like tremendous value. I mean, people are paying ridiculous prices for these things, right? Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) yeah, we are way more valuable than that. Right. So we are God's masterpiece. Now, what's the, read that second one again that you had. Uh, you are valuable because of what you cost. Because of what you cost. So for Mm -hmm. any new believers, say you just came to Christ or you don't know Christ at all and you have no idea what we're talking about, Jesus died for us. Basically, look at it this way. Say your spouse, if you're married, you have a husband and a car is about to come and hit you and your husband jumps in front of that car and he dies, but he saves your life. Basically... Mm -hmm your husband gave you the message that your life is valuable not more valuable than his but also as valuable enough to give his life for yours or if you know somebody put a a gun to your chest you know and Mm -hmm. and and these things happen i'm not even making this up these things have happened in the lives of people where their spouse has given their life for their spouse or a parent or parents have given their lives for children true and yet the Bible tells us that there's no greater gift than one who would lay, that Jesus laid down his life for us. Right. And not only did he lay down his life, he gave his life 
for us, but he also then, in order to give, I mean, if he would have just died for us, we really would have not had any hope. Right. But he died, and then Jesus, then God, through the Holy Spirit, raised him from the dead. Right. We have a resurrected Lord that we serve, mm -hmm. and because of that, we can have hope, and that's where we should obtain our value from. Right. Now, here's the first question. What are what does our society look at as valuable compared to the value of us as women? And really, what is valuable to society's eyes? And so there's a lot of things that society looks at as valuable that really is does not compare to the true value of you as a person and as a woman. So for one example is if you have a degree, if you have a master's degree, if you have a bachelor's and associate's degree, um, or if you, you know, you're a medical student, you know, you have a PhD, something, um, that is looked at as valuable by our society. But what about women who are stay-at-home moms that don't have a degree? Not saying all do. Some women do have a degree in their mm -hmm. stay-at-home moms. But those that don't have a degree. You know, stay-at-home moms have a great value because they're investing all of their time, all of their energy into their children. Absolutely. And their children become have begin to develop a value within themselves because mom instilled that value within them. So remember, if you're a mom and you're listening to this, or even if you're not a mom and you're thinking of becoming a mother one day, um, you know, or even if you're struggling to get pregnant and you, you just remember your value is not what society tells you that you need a degree. A degree is something that for yourself, you pursue it for yourself. If it's an interest that you have, if it's a heart passion that you have and you say, you know what, I want to become more knowledgeable in this area, so I'm going to go do it. But your value is not within that degree. Exactly. And I think stay-at-home moms, oh my goodness, I mean, that is one of the hardest jobs in the world, in it my is. opinion. It is. Um, I was a single mom for a couple of years mm -hmm. and you know I was every you know I got up in the morning I got my kids ready for school I took them off to school or daycare or wherever they were going I went to work I came home um, fed them dinner got them a bath um, yeah yeah same for me too so it's, it's a hard job it's a hard job yeah. and I think you know it always makes me laugh when somebody says to a stay-at-home mom so do you work <laughs> Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> from morning till night. From morning till night you work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. And it's a commitment. You can't just decide, hey, I feel like being mom today. And then I don't. Exactly. You, it, it's exactly. Just, it doesn't matter how you feel. You don't get to call off. Right. You don't. <laughs> so <laughs> so like, go moms. <laughs> right. Go moms. Yeah. It's your assignment. Um, okay. So the second one is what society looks at is valuable if you drive a high-end luxury vehicle mm -hmm. most people think that if you see a person with that mercedes or that bmw or whatever luxury it could be a, a lincoln or a cadillac or whatever you know uh that that person somehow is more valuable than you are in society and it's your outlook on how you see that person because you have no idea how many times they may have cried in that vehicle 
mm-hmm. or how many times they may have fought with someone in that vehicle, you know, or, you know. Or how many times they cry when they have to make the payment for that vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is. Um, and so now as far as society looking at why you drive this vehicle or what's the the reason some people just like cars like personally i just love cars it's something that i grew up with i drew cars as a kid um you know that's i just love fast cars (laughs) that's just what i like i don't drive one because i don't want to invest my money in one Mm -hmm. i could if i wanted to but no i it's just my value i don't want my value to change i want my value to say okay patel you are valuable whether you drive this vehicle or not Mm -hmm. Um, i can still love it so you can still love it from afar but your value is not in it and there's nothing wrong with people having those things right if that's what they want it's just that's not where our value comes from right you know big houses cars material stuff more of this more of that where you shop Mm mm-hmm uh, designer clothes, mm-hmm. designer bags. Oh my gosh, I carry a bag until it is like falling apart. And it's definitely <laughs> not a designer bag. <laughs> so, uh, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but if that's what your status comes from, if that's where your value comes from, then it's very wrong. And so also, I want to add to that too. What I want to add to that is, if you're a person that you're listening to this podcast and you have you own a luxury vehicle, and you bought it because you want people around you to value you, that is also something you need to look at within yourself, that you do not need that vehicle to add value to your life. The way God created you, he created you with value. The fact that you're breathing and you have life and you're healthy and you are not in a position that you know other people are in, in other countries or you're not struggling through life and and life is good for you you are truly truly blessed with or without that luxury vehicle and i just wanted to say that for those that are struggling and and you maybe you want to impress dad or you want to impress your parents or you want to impress your neighbor or you know whatever the case is mm-hmm. you are more valuable than that vehicle that vehicle can gone in two seconds it can be gone yeah i know one person in particular who their whole life is wrapped around what they do Mm. it's yeah it's a hard it's yeah it's like that's very sad in my opinion to not think of yourself as someone who's valuable and that you only get value in what you do Mm. how interesting is that wow we will pray for her whoever she is um third one your ranking at work or maybe just your position at work you know, are you the VP? If you're the VP and you fought your whole life to be that VP or that president or CEO only for the purpose of wanting to feel more worth within yourself. I am not putting down anybody that's listening that is already a CEO, a VP, a president of any company. You you worked your butt off for it. But if you worked your butt off for it and you don't value yourself, then what is the point of it all? Yeah, I think the big question is to ask yourself, if I were to lose 
this, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. If I were to lose this today, whether it's my job or my car or my house, if I were to lose this, how would I then feel about myself? Right. I think that's a very key question. Right. It is. And even if you're, you know, you're cleaning bathrooms at a school or for a company and you still don't feel like you're worth something, mm -hmm. that that's what we're trying to say. Right. That it, that's not where our value comes from. It's no, not right. in what we do. And I think that's the big thing in our society. We are doers and we want to be recognized for what we do. Where God is more concerned about who we are and who we're becoming, mm -hmm. and He already and who He already created us to be. So taking that what He created us to be, and then growing in that mm -hmm. and becoming that person fully and completely as to the best of our ability, is where our values should come from. Right, because we always ask, we get asked the question all the time: What do you do when you meet new people? Absolutely, that question is annoying. <laughs> Yeah. I really can't stand that question. Like, what do you do? My value is not, what do I do? I wish somebody would ask me, hey, what do you do for fun? Or what is your hobby? You know, most mm -hmm. people don't ask me that. And it would be nice to share those things. Like, I play, I love to play basketball. Most people don't know that about wow. me. Unless, you I know. I need to play basketball. <laughs> Please don't ask me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but unless somebody asks you these questions. Yeah. They would never know so it's always the what do you do and we let's try to avoid asking each other what do you do and ask each other more deeper questions like hey what is your hobby what do you enjoy doing at home mm -hmm. our home is our is our safe place there's a lot of people that do exciting things in their home some people I that I've known for years I'm finding out they paint at home and it's just their hobby. It's just unless you ask these questions, you would never know. Mm -hmm. So, um, ladies, what we want to share with you is a chapter in the Bible. It's Ecclesiastes chapter 2. And we want to start at verse 4. And Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes and he talks about what is meaningless, the things that are meaningless to him. So in verse 4 it says... I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs of water groves of flourishing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers, and a harem as well, the delights of a man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil, meaning hard work. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. So really he had all these outward things, all these things that society works for, the house, the car, the job, the, the money, 
But he said he had all that plus more. He said than anyone in Jerusalem. He had a lot. And it was all meaningless to him because it didn't satisfy him as a person. Him right. as a person got lost in all those things. And he couldn't figure out who he was with those things. But without them, he said, you know what? It's meaningless. And I'm chasing after the wind, he said. It's just pointless. So we want to share that scripture with you so that you understand that even the richest man of all time still felt like it was meaningless yep struggled with value struggled with value self-worth right and and some there are some people out there like if you're if you're a person that you have to buy the clothes all the clothes in the world to make yourself feel good this speaks to you if you have to buy the jewelry or you have to buy the shoes to make yourself feel good this scripture speaks to you it should be meaningless because you will lose yourself. The more you do it, the less you understand yourself, the less you see yourself as worthy, the less you get to know yourself. See, the point of life is get to know yourself and to love yourself the way that God created you and who cre he created you to be. You have to find your talents. Some people have phenomenal talents out there and don't know what they are because they're so focused on the outward. Mm -hmm. And focused on, hey, I just want the house and the car and the money and the everything and finding your worth. Um, and to be honest, I went through a period of that where, you know, I wanted to prove to my family, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not just a loser. You know, I didn't just get, I got pregnant in college, in my first semester in college. And then I dropped out because the pressure, actually, everybody pressured me to get an abortion. And I said, no, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to sacrifice a life because every, because guess what everybody told me? They said, Hey, you're going to throw your life away. That's what they told me. You're going to throw your life away. Everything you worked hard for is going to be a waste of time. So why have a child that would ruin all of that? That's what I was told. And I really, God spoke to my heart and he said, Hey, listen, you're going to have this child because I have a good plan for this child. And I made a decision that I was going to keep my child who is now 15 years old and he is phenomenal. He's an amazing 15 year old. He is gifted his, with his hands and he can fix anything on wheels. Just like what I went to college for. I went for automotive design and I did work my whole life for it. But surprisingly, Thanks to God, he's the one that gave my son this, this gift because wow. I decided to be obedient to God and to follow him. So my son is truly gifted and his worth was in God first mm -hmm. because God gave him the abilities to do things right. and replenished him and, and also blessed me tremendously. So um, we pray that that scripture blesses you, that you understand that you are worth more than what you do okay so one of the things you said is about using our giftings mm -hmm. and I think one of the ways that we can maybe start to turn the tide and turn around from getting our value from the outside world is to maybe find out what our giftings are some people already know what it is mm -hmm. and if you do know what it is then take little steps to move forward in it 
Mm-hmm. If you don't know what it is, then seek the Lord or find out what things, you know, usually your giftings will have something to do with something you enjoy or something you're really good at. Mm-hmm. I hate that, you know, people think that to be used by God, you got to be doing something you hate. Right. I just don't think that is, you know, God would never ask me to do something for my whole life, something I hate. Right. Um, now, I'm not saying that we don't always, we always love what we do. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that if, if God gives me a gift, I'm going to like it. I'm not going to like hate to use it. So right. yeah. So I think giftings, I think that's one way we can. So what's one of your gifts? Well, I think one of the things that I am really good with is words. I think that God has gifted me with being able to speak the word, write the word, you know, words, just words in general. Um, it's not something that like I have to sit and think, but I love to write. I love to, you know, I, I love to prepare things to talk about. Uh, so I'm good with words and I'm, I think I'm good with encouragement. That's great. Cause Hey ladies. So just so you know, we do have a blog that Winnie writes on. It's on our webpage at encourageherlove.com. And she does write our blog section of the, of our podcast. So check out her blog. She is a phenomenal writer and her stories are a blessing especially to me um, since I've read them all myself so um, I would say so I would say for me um, one of mine would be I love I think a gift that God has truly given me is to be a mom and to mother my children and it it didn't hit me I think until a couple years ago because I was looking for my worth and like hey what do you do and yeah I'm a photographer as well and you know I'm doing this podcast which is no easy thing uh but being a mom is what God had kind of revealed to me like hey you are a phenomenal mother and my husband used to say it to me all the time and I'm like what are you talking about I don't understand what you're saying it really didn't set in with me Um, but for someone who, which I've mentioned before that has grown up without mom and dad, Mm -hmm. not even knowing how to be a mom to begin with, I think that's just a gift that God has blessed me with on purpose because for one, my kids need it. Mm -hmm. You know, I have three boys who need to need the Lord and need a mom to teach them how Mm -hmm. to be men of God. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I think that is truly what my gifts are so right and I think yeah I mean I think God gives I think our gifts can change through the seasons too Mm -hmm. because I obviously don't have any littles at home anymore I do have littles I have two littles I have a two-year-old and an almost five-year-old great grandchildren nice (laughs) and uh so I do I can identify with that I do like to speak into their lives and I feel like that's a very important role for me is to speak into their lives and I take that very seriously and I set time aside and nothing comes into that time so yeah they look up to you yeah I'm hoping that that's you know that the influence that I have for them is something that they'll take you know into their adult years when i'm long gone <laughs> right out of this world so right yeah so ladies uh we hope you enjoyed this segment with us uh series two will be coming up next um so don't forget to follow us on our instagram at e h e r l o v e underscore 106 
And you could also check us out on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash encourage her love and download our free episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which you can access from our webpage at encourageherlove.com. So thanks for joining us, ladies. We'll see you next time. Okie doke. Okay.